About an hour later, after Jimmy Dean Keene and his neighbor Caroline Guidry set out to have a little outing, Jimmy finds himself in a record store listening to Italian disco. They had rocked up to the store, and Jimmy realized two things immediately. First, he would have never recognized the word lanyap spelled out. And second, he would have never recognized lanyap the store was a store. It's just a regular building, rather indistinguishable from those on either side, except for a little sign that has letters on it that vaguely string together to form a word, but Jimmy would have no idea how to pronounce it correctly if he hadn't heard it spoken aloud already. He probably would have guessed it was someone's last name that originated in a language other than English, but other than that, it's over his head completely. He does recognize the words below, of course, which are odds and ends. But he would have had no idea this was a public property if Caroline hadn't gone directly to the door and opened it. Inside, it looks like someone's home has been repurposed as a record store, but odds and ends is entirely appropriate given it's not just a record store. There are some memorabilia-style posters on the wall, some assorted curios. There's a really odd-looking musical instrument Jimmy vaguely recognizes as a piano in the same way he recognized lanyap was a word in a language other than English. And there are crates and crates and crates of used records filling most of the rest of the space At first glance, he can't determine any sort of rhyme or reason to any of it. He's so busy looking at all of it that he doesn't recognize. At first, there's another human being in the store until a man's voice says, Hi, Carol. And the man who just spoke broadly resembles the description of Larry Hall. Tall, heavyset, Caucasian guy. Bushy hair and beard, although this guy doesn't have sideburns. Pretty nondescript clothing. A pair of cargo pants that can zip apart into shorts. A button-down shirt partially unbuttoned over a plain-colored t-shirt. He's wearing thick-rimmed eyeglasses. And apart from all those notable features just mentioned, this dude could be Any dude Jimmy might ever walk past on the street. He's not standing there wondering, Has this guy killed teenagers? His feeling with this guy is more like, I bet you would make an amazing mall Santa Claus in 10 or 20 years. Oh, hey, Billie Jean. Wait. Before Jimmy can even say what he's about to say, this guy replies, I know, I'm not your lover. (laughs) 
you beat me to it. I'm glad I didn't even say it, because I can tell it wouldn't have been the first time you heard it. Hazard of life, I suppose. I'm James. Everybody calls me Jimmy. He holds out his hand. The proprietor of Lanyap holds his hand out in return. They shake. William Eugene, and you already know what they call me. Caroline's smiling at this little exchange. She's happy. Jimmy's making friends. She's already browsing the selection, and she seems like she maybe knows what she's looking at. Caroline brought me a record from your store the other day, and I really liked it, so she brought me in here in person to see if I like anything else. Oh, Station to Station. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I read it reviewed as an album about love written by a man without love in his life, and... Oh. Jimmy stops to feel that one a second, stroking his chin with his thumb and index finger. Caroline's flipping through a crate of records. I just thought it was about his cocaine period in Berlin. I think it was his cocaine period in Los Angeles, because the cocaine period in Berlin was the next three albums that he did with Brian Eno. You know what, you're right. Oh, well that explains a lot. Jimmy decides to change the subject as quickly as possible without making it seem like he's changing the subject. I don't really know where to begin. And you seem like you know what you're talking about, so I should probably ask you. What you looking for? Yeah, I don't even know. My dad's got a record collection that I kind of inherited, and it's a bunch of disco. Really? What's your favorite? (sighs) Fuck if I know. It all kind of sounds alike to me. Some of it, I guess, is better than others, but, I mean, there's a lot of it, and I'm not really trying to sift through all of it. I'm kind of more of a classic rock guy, and, you know, I like pop music and the stuff that people like. William Eugene is already going through one of the many crates of records. Well, this might fit the bill. This is one of my favorites. He's cracked out one, pulled it from the sleeve, put it on his turntable. (laughs) Okay, so is there a system, a method to all this madness, or... So then Jimmy is browsing the crates... Jimmy's feet are moving. He's not trying to crank out a dance move, but he's also not holding himself back. William Eugene has found some more songs to put on. (laughs) 
Jimmy looks over at Caroline, who's smiling at him. Seems genuinely happy to see him having a good time. He's picked out a couple records. What'd you get? He shows them to her and Billie Jean at the same time. Nirvana's Nevermind and The Cure's Pictures of You single. Oh, I got that whole album if you're interested. Oh, yeah, sure. Let me see it, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, I'll take them both. Billie Jean opens up a notebook, flips to a certain page, and as he's flipping, Jimmy is reading upside down that each page is headed at the top with a person's name. Billy flips to one that's headed C-H-G. And there's a very neat handwritten list that Jimmy immediately understands is every single title Caroline has ever purchased from this store. And the list is pretty long. Caro, what you got? She's got some stuff Jimmy has never heard of. He cracks out his wallet while Billy writes down the titles. You want to start a page for me too? Because I'll come back as long as you're selling these five or ten apiece. Oh, wait until you find out some of them's a dollar. <laughs> I'm not trying to get in too far over my head. Billy finds a fresh page, writes Jimmy at the top, and Caroline volunteers, Dean. Jimmy Dean. Billy looks Jimmy in the eye, <laughs> laughs. I'll see it. <laughs> Thanks. You and her both, apparently. And his last name is Keane. K-E-E-N-E. All right. And I'm paying for hers, too. <laughs> That's really not necessary, Jimmy. But Billy's in on this now. Thank you. So then they're outside again, wearing matching pairs of sunglasses. How you feeling? Because I could stand another cup of coffee in... I know where we can get about the best cup. I mean, outside of your house. All right, I'm in. You haven't steered me wrong so far. So then they're in a coffee shop that was also once the ground floor of a regular residential home. Music is also on the turntable at this location. The proprietor here also looks up and immediately recognizes Caroline. He doesn't really resemble anyone that Jimmy had been incarcerated with, but something about him is familiar to Jimmy nonetheless. Like, he feels as though he's seen this guy around town, and the way this fellow is looking back at him suggests the recognition is mutual. This guy is also tall, but he's very slender. 
verging on skinny. He's got what Jimmy might describe as a brother cad file haircut. Fay angular features to match his fay angular body. And an incredibly skeptical, bordering on disdainful expression. Oh, oi. Hello, Caroline. Hey, Patty. Jimmy, this is my friend Patrick Thomas that I told you about. Patrick is wearing black jeans and a t-shirt that fits him but is a bit oversized at the same time. The body of the shirt is black and the sleeves have wide black and white stripes. They gape a bit over his biceps as he crosses his arms across his chest. Jimmy's just standing there in a neutral position, holding his record purchases from Lanyap, and he isn't exactly sure why this guy is on the defensive, but it's not the first time this has happened to him with someone he just met. It certainly won't be the last. He keeps rolling with it like he does every other time. Hey, I'm Jimmy. Hello. What might I pour you? He pours the best coffee in the city, I swear. Even better than yours. No offense. None taken. Let me see what this is like. What's your best work, do you think? I'll take one of those. Patrick, coffee proprietor, is still regarding Jimmy with a total lack of trust. Do you like espresso? Love it. My dad's got a machine, and I've been trying to figure out how to work it. I think I finally got the hang of it, but certainly not professionally. So you ought to show me what you can do, and I'm already sure it's better than what I can do. All right, milk or plain? You know, I'll take it straight up. Patrick looks to Caroline, and his expression softens considerably. And you, the usual then. Yes, please, Patty, you know me. All right, then. Patrick turns to the espresso machine, measuring out the beans, setting up two different cups to decant the eventual coffee into. Jimmy walks a short distance away from the counter to the seating area where there's some artwork on the walls. There's some old dudes playing board games at some of the tables. Music's still on. While Jimmy is casually taking all of that in, he subtly glances back over to the coffee bar where Patrick has turned back to Caroline, and they're having a wordless but nonetheless extremely easy-to-read conversation where Patrick's face says, Oh, him! as he points a long, elegant finger at Jimmy. Caroline shrugs her shoulders. Mouths. I know. Patrick is obviously not convinced that anything good can come of this. But then Caroline says aloud, We was just over at Lanyab. Look what I got. She pulls her records out of the bag, and Patrick looks at the titles, apparently having greater appreciation for them than Jimmy had. Oh, my. 
He's got some new in. I ought to go over later. You know he be waiting, and he loves to see you. All right, then. He's finished Jimmy's drink, places it on the counter without saying anything else. Jimmy picks it up. Oh, wow. Yeah, you weren't kidding. This is some kind of, um, je ne sais quoi. Patrick remains unimpressed. He's making Caroline's drink. Gently stirring it. Jimmy's come over to the cash register. He's opening up his wallet again. I'm going to pay for hers, too. Jimmy, you don't got to do that. No, you don't. Hers is on me. Okay, that works out great. How much for mine? $3.50. Jimmy just hands him a $10 bill. Patrick goes to break it and hand the change back, but Jimmy's already walking away. Nah, that's what I was going to pay for both of ours and the tip anyway, so you keep the change. Patrick still does not appear impressed. Oi, thank you. Enjoy. Jimmy actually finds this a little bit amusing. Normally, he might find it a bit annoying, but just can't muster that up within him. He's taking his coffee towards the patio. You want we should sit outside again? Sure, that might be nice. Finds a table to sit down at. Pulls a chair out for Caroline. Sits down in his own. Patty's like a musical genius, like I told you. Yeah, I bet I could become a fan. Well, he doesn't seem like he's a very big fan of me. Oh, he'll come around. It just takes him some time to warm up sometimes. He's shy. Jimmy feels like there's significantly more to it than that. Hey, that's all right. Not everybody has to like me. Well, maybe not, but you're likable, and he'll notice that sooner or later. If we keep hanging out. Yeah, all right, I won't hold my breath or nothing. But it's a nice thought. Caroline glances around for a minute, is reasonably assured there's no way Patrick could hear them. But she lowers her voice a bit anyway, goes ahead and fills in some of the missing pieces. We known each other for a bit, and it wasn't until recently that I felt like it might be okay to ask him out. Really? That guy? He's gay, right? <sighs> I mean, no offense to him. No, I didn't take it like that. It was just... <laughs> you know, everybody says that, so I started to think maybe there's something to it. <laughs> Well, what did he say? Oh, nothing of the type. Nothing at all, actually. We, um... <laughs> Caroline covered her mouth with her hand. She's laughing. <laughs> yeah, well... 
Just like you gotta type. I do too. For me, it's mostly European intellectuals, I think. <laughs> Ambiguous homosexuality for bonus points, I suppose. <laughs> I think you had that covered when you said European intellectuals. <laughs> but I'm not knocking it. Jimmy studies Caroline. She's drinking out of her coffee cup. You know, I could see all that. But if that's what you like, what the hell are you doing hanging out with me? <laughs> she laughs like she's genuinely amused by and endeared to this. And although she takes this as a rhetorical question and doesn't reply, Jimmy feels like something in her eyes as she's looking back at him is answer enough. 